0: All right. Ready? I'm ready. Welcome to Create Live. Wait, wait. Oh, not I'm not ready. Yet. We're not ready.
1: Tell them the rules about commenting and stuff. Like the the banner says that, you know, comment along while we talk and that we're not ignoring that kind of thing. So, we're just so igno- you know, those of you. <laughs> Why are you
0: telling me to tell them you. you can talk well, to I them? Well, I want to put that into the flow to
1: say every time. <laughs> those of you, so those of you listening to the podcast, we record this live. Um, on while we live stream so that people can watch and and then join in the conversation. So for those of you watching live, we are not ignoring you. We are watching the chat, but we will talk about our topic a little bit, and then we will try to bring in some of your comments into the podcast uh, and things like that. So don't think that we're ignoring you. That's why I got this banner down at the bottom that we're going to have to remake now because the name of the podcast is no longer Create Influence. It's Create Live. So... There you go. The There's the disclaimer. The impact of being uniquely you. Yeah. Okay. I gotta. Th- that. I gotta, it, yeah what? Huh? What? I'll never remember that. The impact of being uniquely you.
0: You don't like it, do Was you? Is that it? Uh huh. Okay. Oh, no, well I can. I, I
1: can probably get it. Very okay. Well done. So now we're good. John
0: says, "Feel free to ignore me." Yes, we are ignoring <laughs> you. Ready?
1: Ignore. Okay. Go. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Create Live, where we explore how to create an impact through content that is truly, authentically you. And that leads to a business that feels good and feels right. Here you get vulnerable, honest conversations. We hold nothing back. We want to celebrate your uniqueness, and we encourage you to embrace your magic with everything that we talk about. Because that is the only way you're going to succeed, is by being uniquely You! I'm Larry Petrucci.
1: And I'm David Foster. And I am uniquely me.
0: Today's topic is getting started before you are actually feeling ready to go. I'm a big planner, like Mm -hmm. massive planner. I write to-do lists. I have pros and cons lists for everything. I get anxious without a plan. I have six whiteboards just in my office alone.
1: You should see her reaction when I hold any kind of cloth or anything (laughs) near her whiteboard. I like to just take it and do this. He does. Do you guys ever see the big... He likes to freak me out. Anybody who's ever seen The Big Lebowski where Jeff is, uh, or um, um, I can't remember, uh, uh, now I can't remember the actor's name. Philip Seymour Seymour Hoffman's character is walking the dude into uh, the Lebowski's mansion, and he's sitting there, and the big Lebowski is, like, touching things, and Brad is his name, and he's just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, like ready to free guys like please don't touch that and he touches it again he's like yeah that's how she is anytime I'm anywhere near her whiteboard if I lean on her desk or anything because um, let's
0: be honest you have I have a whiteboard desk that is one of my whiteboards uh-huh. whereas I actually have a desk, desk yep. like my my computer desk and I write on that with my with my markers and you have erased important information before so it's your fault that I get a little
1: You get a little Brad
0: (laughs) I get a little Brad That's what I'll tell
1: you You're being very (laughs) undued right now
0: Um, and so I love my daily routines. I mean, can you can you like just wherever you're watching or listening to this, if you're watching live, give me a big yes in the comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, just shout yes in your car or at the gym. Who cares? Just shout yes. If
1: what? You didn't ask him if,
0: if oh if...
1: <laughs> just shout yes, everybody, ready, go.
0: If you're like me, I thought I said that. no, no. <laughs> if you're like me and you're a planner. Shout yes! Um, If you're like
1: me and not a planner, shout yes.
0: (laughs) This has been one of the biggest things that David and I have had to learn about each other and how to manage and uh, work with, because he's the complete opposite.
1: Well, what's funny is when I was uh, when I was the CEO of that company, um, I did plan. We had to plan. We had to plan. Um, I had lists that we killed all the time. We had a big whiteboard that had all of the. The bugs and stuff that we were working on, and people would grab a bug and kill it, and then take that down. And so I worked off of lists every single day. I don't day. know why
0: you don't now.
1: I I I was Where's a list ninja before.
0: Because I stole your whiteboard.
1: Yes, you stole my whiteboards, <laughs> and then <laughs> we used
0: to compete when we first met. We used to compete um, on who could uh, who had the the biggest or the neatest or the who was marking the most stuff off on our to do lists. Mm-hmm. I miss that about you, David. Yep. I miss that competition. You stole that from you. me. I, I got, don't know. I it's... have to
1: move this this thing. It's like the sun is beating on my back.
0: Here. We're gonna make some adjustments here for a second, guys. Well, that's um, it. I'm gonna have to move it. You can come over here. So I see a whole bunch of yeses in here. Uh, Paul, Tom, Nikki, Rupert, Marco. Uh, Marco says no. Dave. I don't know what that is about. Uh, not a planner at all, Ed says. I'm all about shooting from the hip. And I think we all have something to learn. Um, I don't know if that needs to be adjusted. No, that's fine. I think, I think we all have something to learn from each other, right? Which is um, how to kind of balance that, right? And so for me, you know, when... I have learned over the years to kind of get rid of some of that need for the plan. But I remember just as an example of how bad I am or how awesome I am, depending on who you ask. (laughs) Um, I was on a uh, stand-up paddleboard trip with my sister, Ariane, and uh, we were going alone. It was just us two girls uh, to the Buffalo River in Arkansas. So my sister came in from out of town, and when she arrived, I had all of my supplies. Like, we had determined who needs to bring what and have what, right? Like, I had certain snacks and, you know, all the things, right? And so I had on my in my living room, on my ottoman and my couch, I had it all laid out in very particular groups of things. <laughs> like the the bars were laid out very nice and even and neat. And like everything was perfectly laid out. She busted her ass laughing when she walked into that door from out of town. She was like, oh my God, because she's, she's not a planner like me. And so it was just, just as an example, just to give you kind of a picture of how bad I am, or like I said, how awesome I am. But, um, oh, well, yeah. And so um, I have learned how to kind of move out of that. And the best things in my entire career, um, doing videos and live videos, have been... Only when I don't do that. (laughs) I hate to admit it. I really hate to admit it. But the best things that have ever happened to me in my career has been when I let go of all planning and the need for feeling completely ready for tackling a project. And I just go. Right. So uh, the example of Create Live of what we just launched, and we'll talk about that later. Um, But also in my early, early days in 2000. Gosh, was it 2006 at that point? um, I called Leo Laporte's radio show and I was scared to death scared to death I was not ready to like make a call to his radio show and ask a question but I wanted to do that and I wanted to make a connection of some kind and that was like the best way I could think to do it and I wasn't ready and then that led to him asking me to co-host the TV show with him. One
1: question that you asked?
0: Yeah, because he, he knew who I was. Uh. And I didn't know that. But I was going to, like, I was just wanted to make that connection somehow, some way, and then go from there and figure out how to, you know, I don't know. I don't know, get him on my show for an interview or something. I, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. Um, but that, like, immediately after the conversation on the uh, radio show, he was like, are you the Callie Lewis? <laughs> I was like, uh, you know who I am. <laughs> it was pretty cool, and then that led to him immediately asking me to uh, co-host the TV show with him. And of course, I was not ready for that. Absolutely not. I at that time I was fully scripted. Like somebody else was saying in the chat room, uh, shooting this live. Like I fully scripted at that time. The only interviews that I had ever done, I had the the podcasters send me the list of questions and I would script out the answers and I would literally read those answers on the podcast interview. Like I was scared to go outside of that uh, format. Right. And so, but I did it and it led to another thing and another thing and another thing. Right. So every time I can see that anything happened good in my life, (laughs) it was because I just did something before I felt ready for it and just said yes to an opportunity and just said yes to doing something that I knew would lead me to the re- next direction or to the next step. And I was just going to figure out how to do it when I got there.
1: So let me ask you a question. So you feel like you are like uber organized in most cases.
0: <laughs> I know you're, I know what you're going to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want you to explain your desktop.
1: Explain your desktop. To the people listening and watching, (laughs) because that is like complete. You
0: just had to bring that, huh? Oh, Andy. Andy is in the chat room egging you on. Is he? Fear Luria's desktop for hyper-organization, he said.
1: Oh, yes, exactly. (laughs) But that's what I, but I agree. So tell us, how can you sit here and say you're organized and ask if people are like you when your desktop looks like that. The desktop has nothing Her to do desktop, with it. I don't look like that. She at the is desktop. a hoarder. Her desktop <laughs> looks like walking data into data a hoarder. hoarder's house.
0: Data hoarder, not anything else. Only I'm only
1: the... the only difference between a hoarder's house and your desktop is a hoarder leaves a walkway. <laughs> there is no walkway on your desktop for anything to get anywhere. <laughs> I your, don't mouse, need to view your mouse. I'm surprised your mouse can desktop. travel through that. <laughs> your your cursor. Oh
0: it drives oh my me goodness. insane. Oh boy. So, <laughs> so explain the that. The point was, no, I don't need, I don't ever look at my desktop. I don't need to know, I don't need to have that organized because it's organized for me in the visual of the finder window. Right, but do
1: you realize that that uses resources? I
0: do, I do. Stop it already. Every day.
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's so funny. it has nothing you, to
0: do with the topic.
1: Because you're like that, but if you look at my desktop, like I have nothing on it. It drives me insane if I look at my desktop. You know, like why do you, so, so let me ask you a question. The why, did, why did desk is you, a sign
0: of a sick mind, Ron Why says. did you
1: take the time to put an image on your desktop screen then?
0: Well, that's like for day one when it's pretty and nice.
1: Mm. <laughs> and right. I
0: don't think I did anything other than no. That's the default.
1: Well, it is now. That is the it, default. It used to be that picture of you and I.
0: Oh, that was like years ago. I haven't done that in years. What are you? Well, doing I can
1: here? see why now. <laughs> Man, I would show you guys, but you're listening, so right. it's, it's really bad. Just know it's pretty. Bad. I think there's probably like everybody runs screen. She's probably at thirty layers by now.
0: <laughs> so, um, so I thought we'd talk about. Getting back on track here. Okay, let's get back the on The actual topic of, you know, uh, needing to, to kind of feel ready. And I noticed this in a lot of different ways with our community of people saying, you know, I, I just don't feel ready to go live. Or... I don't feel ready to take that next step in my business or to like a big one for most, um, you know, early entrepreneurs is I don't feel ready to hire a VA or that hire somebody on the team to help me through the next steps, right? So like there's so much in both life and business that we face that if we can get really, really, really good at saying, just dive in before you feel ready, you will actually see so much more success than trying to get ready first and then take action. We see it constantly, all the time. You have anything you wanted to add to that? Nope. No. Okay, then. (laughs) You're a talkative one. You want to talk about my desktop more?
1: Yes. Let's talk more about that.
0: No. So I, um, I would love for you guys who are watching in the the chat room um, live to chime in. Like, where, where have you seen? Give me some examples of things that you have done in your life that have actually made that difference when you actually jumped in before feeling ready. Um, I know that the. Uh, like the uniquely you thing, that was something that I've, I I started, um, and it's morphed into this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to create live, but when I started uniquely you, that like I, I didn't have any plan, I didn't have any like knowledge of how I was going to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish, and it morphed, right? It wasn't the the right specific thing right off the bat. You you adjust and you make progress, and that's one thousand. Totally okay. We that's have a, a checkerboard plane that's a stunt flying plane. overhead.
1: That's a stunt plane. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Stunts. Maybe Let's I'll go play some stunts. Do a
1: barrel roll. <laughs>
0: Um, and so, you know, like this this, ex, this is a perfect example of starting before we were ready. Uh, those of you who have been following along recently at the time of this recording of what's been going on in David and I, our business is that we started this project called Create Live and it's a community um, and not just this podcast, but it is actually beyond the podcast. It is a community site for all streamers to kind of connect. Connect together, help each other out, grow, learn, collaborate, get accountability, and then also get training and coaching and learn from experts and influencers. Um, And there's so much that we're going to be doing with that. We have had this vision for a couple years, and we've been talking about it. And it's morphed, of course, over the years. But we definitely didn't feel ready to actually do this because we were just like, we think we need to do this. Let's do it. Hmm. And, you know, I often fight David on a lot of this stuff. Um, but I can tell the difference between, like, let's just do all the things. And because he he often wants to just take action on a lot of things because um, he's a creative mind. And then. Um, a tinker. Yes. A creative mind
1: with the tinker, vi- uh, um, not vibe, but. Uh Mind. Yeah. Yes. Just um, what I, uh, that's what I do. I tinker. <laughs> I tinker and play with things. Yeah.
0: And so um but then this thing, you know, we started talking about it again and we were like, let's not wait for another couple of years let's just take action on this and go. And we didn't know how we were going to accomplish it. We didn't know how it was going to fit in to our current business live streaming pros. We didn't know how we were going to get our friends and influencers involved. We didn't know how we were going to get you involved as viewers and the community itself. We didn't know how we were going to set it up, um, how we were going to, you know, uh, talk about it, like what the messages, messaging was like, we didn't know any of that. And we've literally for the last couple of weeks been figuring it out as we go. And I got to say, it feels like one of the biggest things that we've ever done mm-hmm. because of where it's going and what our vision is. And, you know, in terms of what you need to think about and like how, what?
1: Tinkering tendency—that's tendency. the word I was looking for. Thank you, Carissa.
0: <laughs> um, and so, like, if you think about, like, often people are like, "Well, how do I actually start before I'm ready?" Because if I—if you're hung up on that, oh my God, I need—I need to actually have a plan. I need to write out my pro con list. I need to do the things, and I need to feel good about taking that step before announcing it or before doing anything with it. Then I would say, you know, there are a couple of ways to go about it. One what's the end goal with create Live? we we said what's the vision right and we literally painted the vision for you and uh we said all right this is what we're trying to accomplish and we were open and honest about the fact that it wasn't perfect yet Mm -hmm. and we said help us build this help let's do this together because it's not it's not ready yet but you are going to help us build it. And for that, we're going to give you a discount. And, um, you know, we're going to shut it down after a, a certain amount of days. And then we're going to build it together. We're going to reopen it officially once we've all had a chance to hammer it out. And then, you know, it's, it's been such a movement forward for our business and for the community at large. It just feels so good, right? So going through the steps of what you can do to actually start before you're ready think about that end goal what is that end goal get clear about the vision and then literally forget the entire plan (laughs) like do not plan (laughs) you might know some things that are going to happen but Michael Hyde always says in terms of taking action on a goal um, just write down the first like just a couple of the easiest things that it take that it that you need to do to take action towards that goal, and the easy do the easiest things first. Get it out. Just start making progress because if you try and do the hardest thing first, it'll take you a while, and then. That snowball effect doesn't happen. Well,
1: and I want to say, too, because like I, I and I'm not going to call out any specific names of community members. I, I would never do that. But you might know who you are when I start talking. <laughs> with, uh, some of you, there's a couple of you that I know specifically that are always looking for everything to kind of feel like it's the perfect time to go live. Yes. As in like, Ugh. OK, I need to do research in my industry and see what everybody else is doing when there may be nobody. You may be in a unique space where mm-hmm. you could be the first doing it. But um, if you wait and, 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 and research
0: you, the hell out of it, you won't be.
1: Right, and then and then you're also, if you find somebody, then what, you're going to copy their style? There's already somebody doing it. Like, Like, you need to just sit there and start your thing and not worry about what everybody else is doing. That's one thing. When I was the CEO and founder of this tech company, my board members were always just irritated because every time they would ask me, so what do we need to do to figure out what our competition is doing? And I'm like, I don't have competition. I'm not doing any research. I am not doing. I didn't do keyword research. I didn't do any market research on my competitors or anything like that because my argument was they, we just do it differently than them. If I did all of my market research on what they're doing, it's not what we do. Uh, and if specific, uh, people came to me and said, Hey, you know, I'm looking at this company and you, what makes you better? I was always like, we're not better. We're different. I want you to go look at them and I want you to look at us and whichever one works best for you. That's the one that I want you to use. And I referred people to my competitors all the time that had a specific need that we didn't have because I didn't look at them as competition. I looked at them as somebody who just had a different vision than I did. Uh, and like I said, that used to take the board members off, but if I would have sat there. And I would have done market research and saw that, you know, this competitor was doing this and then felt like I had to not only keep up with the changes with Facebook, but keep up with my competitors. I would have, it would have drove me insane. So, you know, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about, well, if you're, you have somebody that's in your market and they're kind of doing the same thing, but they're not getting very many views, then you're going to be like, well, I guess there must not be a good idea to do it in this industry because nobody's watching theirs. Who cares? Yeah. Like somebody might watch yours, you know, because it's still personality based. So you need to stop doing all that research. Stop, you know, waiting till you get your your desk and your pen and your your backdrop and everything. Forget that. I used to I literally used to go live with two eight dollar can lights from Home Depot that I stuck to the rafters of my basement with a sheet behind me. That's what I did to go live because I wanted to uh, go – or that was when I made videos. But make videos, that's what I wanted to do. And so I found a way and I did it. I didn't pay attention to all the the noise that can get in your head and keep you from doing it. Because at the end of the day, you're doing that because you're – you know, you're scared.
0: You're procrastinating. You're scared about what, how you'll perform. You're scared about what people are going to think about you. You're scared about uh, the tech. You're scared about this or that. There's so many things to be worried about in life in general.
1: And Rupert is saying something that's in the comments on Facebook. I don't have competition because no one is me. Bingo! Bingo bango.
0: <laughs> exactly. And yeah, you 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 must, must, must just start moving. And and um we, we've been talking about this a lot lately, but you if you're worried about being good on camera or you're not sure what to say or anything like that when it comes to your presence on camera or your uh the ability to perform, quote unquote, uh you must understand that you won't get there unless you actually do it first, right? It's like, I just thought You will of a never kind of, feel right or comfortable or ready to go live.
1: I just thought kind of an analogy. Like I think, you know, everybody's like, well, but somebody's already done that. Somebody's told that story a thousand times. But imagine any story in your lifetime that you've heard a thousand times, any story, and then all of a sudden somebody like Patrick Stewart told it. Mm-hmm. You would want to hear it just because Patrick yeah. Patrick Stewart was telling it because of the way he talks yeah. and his voice so you would listen to that story you already know over and over again because you've never heard it told by him or by your favorite just think of your favorite actor or your favorite voiceover actor or something like that mm-hmm. telling a story that you've heard over and over again it wouldn't matter right you know so so i think like you need to think that like, about uh, everything like that yes people have done it before people have done everything before but it's not been done by you. Yes. And it's always a risk. You know? It's of always a risk of nobody showing up. You know, maybe you don't have a personality for live. Hey, that's, you know, I mean something you'll have to deal with. Yeah, then you you'll figure it out know. and
0: you adjust and you do something. Because if you, here's if you the thing, hate it. Then... It doesn't
1: it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you can find an audience, no matter if you, you are can. a jerk, if you are There are a uh, lot
0: of them out there. Yeah.
1: Whatever whatever <laughs> it is you do, you don't have to like the thing is, everybody feels like they have to have this huge audience. You need to like work to get thousands and thousands of followers and fans, but that is not the case. Um, and I think we're going to see that more and more with all the issues that are going yeah. on with Facebook and and all these social networks. We're going to see all these little micro communities start to pop up where it's you know a hundred people, fifty people, but, but those it's a good solid fifty people. people, people are... Yeah. And it's a great, great community, and that's what's going to end up happening. Um, and the kind of what we're trying to do now already is moving people off of these big – uh, you know, too big to fail platforms and start to where we can control the conversations ourselves instead of having somebody, you know, it's like having a mediator. Like if I was sitting on this side of the table and somebody on uh, one of my friends is on the other side of the table and Facebook was in here deciding, well, I don't want you to hear that part of what he said. So I'm, I'm going to push that to the side and I'll notify you when he says something that I think is important for, uh, to you. And so I say all these things and it's like they get one part of my conversation because that's the one that Facebook decided to notify them of because it had, you know, it got better reach or whatever. Uh, And so then I'm not having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So it just completely blocks the conversation, in my opinion.
0: And that's why we're building what we're building, and going back to that Create Live um, and the fact that we weren't ready to launch a quote, you know, we weren't like feeling ready because we didn't have all the plans laid out. Uh, Tom Walden on Facebook is saying that's what it makes make. That's what makes it really exciting, though, because it's much more of an adventure, and why early adopters want to join in the beginning, especially because they love doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Totally, exactly, and and that's a key. Thing for you to actually realize about, and I, I, I always like to turn what we're doing around into a lesson for you because if you really pay attention to what we do, you actually learn how to do it for yourself, right? And so, uh, always, always, always approach our content with that in mind. Sometimes we do random things that you're like, "Why are you going to the farmers market, right? <laughs> like, why are you doing these things?" because we want you to hear or see how you can approach your own content and approach your own community building. And so taking that as a lesson um, involving your community is a really important part of taking that first step into doing live or to releasing a new product or to doing anything in your business. Any audience that you've already built, you should be bringing people along for that ride you should be allowing them to participate in the journey of what you're going through so that they feel really connected to it so they feel like they're a part of it as much as you know uh, as you are
1: well and i think that that's the thing too where a lot of people fail is they start this journey. They get a few people interested in the journey, and then they walk away from the journey themselves. They take a break. You know, you're not consistent with your content. You're not putting this yeah. putting the stuff out and doing the work that you need to do that it takes to build a long-term community. Because community growth and building is a long-term thing. You have to do. You have to dedicate or or go into it with the mindset of the long haul, uh, doing what it takes to build it and being consistent and being part of your own journey, being part of your own community. Um, I don't know how many times I've seen um, you know, influencers create these really nice, like they're doing really great uh, videos and stuff, but they never go in and comment on anything. They never right. really do anything to nurture the community that they're building. And I feel like that's the one of the bigger disconnects on a platform like YouTube because I always say it's more like a soapbox because you don't really technically build a community because you're outside of it. You, you, yeah. you, there's no way really for you to engage them. Now, they're trying to work on things with stories and stuff over on YouTube that are trying to kind of, okay. you know, bring that a little bit closer. <laughs> but they're, in my opinion, they're really failing in the delivery of it. Uh, and, you know, I just don't I don't see it helping. Yeah. Um, but, you know your community is only going to ever be as dedicated as you are. They will will leave as fast Mm -hmm. as they've come if you don't nurture them and spend time in your own community growing it and just being part of it.
0: So step one, what's the end goal? What's that vision that you're trying to accomplish, whether it's going live or something like what we've done with Create Live? Step two, forget a plan. Don't worry about it. Step three, uh, think about one thing, the first thing that just needs to get you moving in the right direction. Do that. And then ask yourself the same question What's the next thing? Then what's the next thing? <laughs> really, truly, it's all about just a baby step process to get you there. And, you know, if you want to go big, like we did with Create Live, the community and the podcast and all of it, right? Um, then just announce it. Just say, hey, this is the vision. This is the plan. This is what I want to accomplish. I don't have it all figured out yet. Let's do this together, right? Like we've just been talking about, get your community involved. And, And the announcement of that and the statement of this is what I want to do, I don't feel ready for it, can actually be a big motivator for you because once you see those people actually starting to Support you and to comment and to be like yes let's do this you know you got this type of thing you will uh, start to get even more motivated to continue down that path and that's one of the reasons or that one of the yeah reasons to join the Create Live community too is because you have the support of an entire community who has been through it or is going through it and who wants to help support you in the process. And um, I, we would love to have you here before we close out down registrations for the, for the quote unquote beta. I, I'm calling it a beta. You don't like to call it a beta, but <laughs> it's well, a good it's not, description. It's really
1: not a beta because <laughs> it's not it's, a beta. Yeah. Cause we're not like, the, eh, I
0: mean, <laughs> but yeah, so I, um, I can get on board with it, I guess. Okay, but. cool. <laughs> so create live.com CRE eight the number 8 C R E 8 live.com. Um, and that will get you in and, in and, 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 the support of a, of a, of a community, right? So anytime you're feeling like, you know what, I, I'm not ready to go live or anytime. And, and we had somebody join, um, who was actually saying this in her introduction, she was like I've been um saying for 37 weeks. <laughs> I don't know if that was like off the off the cuff like number or if that's the actual number. But she said for 37 weeks I've been saying, "All right, today's the day or tomorrow's the day." And then she says the next day, "Tomorrow's the day." <laughs> it's like cuz the fear gets in the way, the the feeling, the not feeling ready gets in the way and it's it's so detrimental to your success because you literally i mean if you really think about it you cannot get to that end goal of whatever it is without taking those steps and without actually not being ready because you'll never have it figured out you'll never be great just from the start you'll never have a, a, a plan go perfectly I don't think there's an a, in my entire life there's been a plan as much as I plan that has gone perfectly when I took that stand-up paddleboard trip uh, down the river with my sister we planned and planned and planned and I laid out all my snacks and my food and my my rope and all of that right I had it all planned but what happened when we got there well, we got dropped off at the, uh, the the drop-in spot, and we figured out we don't, on the paddleboards that we rented, we don't have any way to attach our gear to the paddleboards, because <laughs> there wasn't a netting built into the paddleboards. And somehow, didn't catch that before, we drove eight hours to the Buffalo River. And so we had to figure out all right how are we going to tie this stuff down right so there's it doesn't matter how much you plan you will not achieve the perfect plan nothing will go perfectly and so you just better get started so that you can get through the mark and mm-hmm. the lack of netting right like all of it so well, it's very very is, important
1: it's actually it's actually more fun when we do our live streams and things don't go as planned you don't know no, I mean Oh totally it, you, it's like... the
0: audience loves it more we have more fun mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like what was like, for instance, this weekend we went to take uh, we did a live stream, uh, an IRL stream with the camera and backpack where we went to the Saturday market and we were down there walking around before we realized we're not at the Saturday market. Yeah. We, we weren't <laughs> we're even like, where we oh. thought we were. We were walking around and we had what? to ask somebody and then they're like, yeah, yeah this isn't the Saturday market. Like, oh, <laughs> when we were just telling all the people on the stream, yeah, we're at the Saturday market, downtown Portland. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we failed. So but it was fun. So don't yeah, don't be afraid to don't be afraid to put yourself out there and and, and you know be embarrassed. I mean, it's,
0: <laughs> yes. it's totally in, fine. We're all it, it actually gives you a more human side, right? Yeah. If you're perfect, no one really wants to follow you. I always equate it to the cheerleaders in high school. And uh, you know, like you all, you all like in high school we all like you know you look up to the cheerleaders or you're like oh my god like as a girl maybe not guys but (laughs) (laughs) um but like you're like oh my god they're so pretty they're so perfect right but then you know then they're not approachable like you don't you can't I mean I, I I was friends with all of them but I was friends with everybody in high school because i me. But, um, mo- you know, like you have you can't have uh, perfection and human connection. It just doesn't connect. There's there's no connection there. Tom says uh, loving this discussion. And Ann Schneider on Facebook is saying forward movement is the key. Imperfect action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're live when your camera tripod falls over tomorrow. (laughs) Must have happened to you. (laughs) It's
1: happened to all of us. Believe me.
0: Seriously. All the time. Well, not all the time. Not all the time. It doesn't actually happen all the time. No. But, yeah. So, hopefully, that gives you some inspiration. Yeah.
1: I I just think people fear being vulnerable. And I think that... We got to change that. I'm on a mission to change that. Because people don't want to follow logos anymore. They don't want to see this stiff, corporate, just like... Hello, my name is David. Let's talk about this, okay? And today, and just like no personality, yeah. no no engagement with the audience, and just dry delivery. You know, people just normally now there are people that are that have a drier sense of humor, drier personality. That's totally cool. And those people can can do absolutely fine. But I'm telling you, the more you put yourself out there, the more vulnerable 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 you are with your audience. The more they're going to connect with you because they don't see you. Outside of humanity, you know, if you if you come across to them as as like more like somebody was just saying Rupert said there was a musician that posted um, a a thing and then a bunch of people commented and the musician never came back and commented to those people. That person is not who they thought they were. They're not they're not putting themselves out there. They're not connecting with the community. Um, And so it kind of like makes it look like that person thinks that they're above those people. But when you bring yourself and you're just yourself at your own level and you think about you're just having conversations with friends that you would like the friends that you have in your phone. Treat your audience like the same people that are in your phone and you're going to have a much better relationship and connection with them than you will if you treat them like the people that randomly add you on Facebook.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so on a mission these days to just like... Fix that. Like the vulnerability thing is is it it needs to be fixed in this world. Um, Wait. Now hold on, hold on. We're gonna get to that because. Oh wait, what? I just want to say, Janaina says that
1: she's in Washington and it's not sunny here. We're in Washington.
0: Yes, we are. And it's perfectly sunny (laughs) here. It's it's crystal clear. We're in the same. It got a little windy.
1: So where are you? (laughs)
0: Um. So. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So when I was in uh uh London recently speaking at the uppreneur summit chris ducker's uh conference, I asked people to really think about um for them to think about like what is it that is your most embarrassing thing right like what what do you not tell your friends or what do you shy away from sharing um and this is probably another story for another time but that's something to kind of think about in terms of what you were talking about with vulnerability it's just like what is that thing that you actually shy away from or hide away from the world um because you think that people aren't going to like it and that's your key to actually delivering on that and actually pushing yourself to be open about those things. As soon as you do that,
1: there the rest is easy. There's a girl who was so scared, so, so, so scared to do YouTube because she stutters. Yes. And she did a YouTube channel on uh, stuttering, and, and, and it's exploded for her. Um, there's a girl that has Tourette's syndrome, um, mm-hmm. very bad Tourette's syndrome, and wanted to be a Twitch streamer, and she is, and she's one of the most popular Twitch yeah. streamers now. So it's like... You know, don't let those things stop you because some of those quirks that you may have or some of those things that you may see as as things that people will make Mm -hmm. fun of or whatever can actually, you know, be something that makes them really attracted to you because they might have know somebody that's dealing with the same thing Mm -hmm. or something like that. Or they, you know, because the, the girl with Tourette's she makes it's hilarious like and she knows it's hilarious because she'll just be talking and go whoo, you know and stuff like yeah. that it's just people love her and
0: but they don't they're not making fun of not her making either. fun of her at you all. know it's just that they they love her personality because she doesn't shy away from it she just says this is me sorry they, you know yeah, they love not, the fact, not even sorry but they
1: love the fact that she puts herself out there yeah, and she doesn't worry about they support her yeah they don't they, she doesn't worry about the the Tourette's. Even um, for
0: me, like it's it's not, it can be something not as big as that. It can be something as simple as like for for me, literally the fact that I'm
1: eating on screen, well, on camera.
0: I got over that when when you came into the picture. I was forced into it, <laughs> but you still don't like it. No, I don't love it. <laughs> um, but the, the the fact that I don't know any pop culture, right? Like that is actually a source or what used to be a source of. Um, embarrassment for me because it came from a childhood that I was embarrassed by, right? That affected me in a negative way. The fact that I wasn't allowed to watch TV, that I wasn't allowed to listen to any secular music, that I wasn't allowed access to anything that my peers had access to. And so for me, that actually was a source of embarrassment and shame. And so you know we we play it up now like it's it's something that's just everybody knows about me and i have no idea what pop culture references are or who celebrities are or what the movie is out that's so popular right now or any of that stuff right now it's just a hey this is me and this is what you get okay. and we all make fun of it around here right and so you guys make fun of it because i removed the shame and just said this is me right Right. so like it can be something super small like that yeah (laughs) 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 exactly exactly if Uh, you guys have not
1: heard the song this is me from the motion from the soundtrack of the greatest showman that is a song that just is really about embracing who you are um, and not worrying about, you know, like there are people, there are people who do not like me. They do not like her and I together because right. we interrupt each other and all this other stuff.
0: That's, we're both excited and yes. we're just talking over each other.
1: If you hang out with us, <laughs> it's the same thing, but it's just like, that's how our, our, that's just our dynamic. Yeah. And, and people think that I'm like mansplaining and all this other stuff, but it's, <laughs> it's not like that at all. Um, and, and the thing is like, we don't care if those people don't want to watch, then they don't watch. Don't We're watch we it. are not out to please the world. We are out to connect with the people who know our true selves, know our hearts, and know what you know what we represent, and that you know don't don't care about the the stuff like this that we do back and forth. And there's sometimes where we will get in an outright argument live. They uh, they even started naming it in our chat, like carguments and yeah. deskuments and stuff like that. And it's all just in fun. We have little. Arguments and stuff, but we at the end of the day we don't. It doesn't make us not like each other. Or we're not really like well, fighting. Although I did actually punch her in the eye this morning. <laughs>
0: She, no, I wasn't gonna bring it up. She,
1: she went, so I asked her <laughs> oh to go get God. Abby. She came in the bedroom and she's uh, like, "Abby's been hiding today." And I'm like, "Why don't you go get her and bring her in here and let me lay with her for a little bit?" Because I still hadn't got up <laughs> out of bed. So she did, and I already had my glasses on because I was on my phone. So she came in, she laid Abby down, and then I didn't know she she climbed into bed and she came over and was gonna lay and pet Abby with me. I put my glasses down, and as I came back around, I <laughs> elbowed her right in the me, eye.
0: right in the Just temple, right like...
1: in the temple, and I was like, "My art," I still feel here on my elbow like yeah
0: i still feel it right here <laughs> yeah
1: and so you know it's but at the i don't end know of the day, where that came from Well, i'm were, just saying it's, it's things like that like we we just at the end of the oh. day we're friends and and it doesn't really like we get irritated and stuff but we put ourselves out there as we are because we don't ever want people to meet us and be like whoa who are you who yeah, the hell are you totally. this is, these are not the people that you are on stream and Shem- there are people out there like that
0: yeah and Shamel on on Facebook is actually saying I can actually connect with you because you're so authentic and we and we don't hide away from that stuff right and mm-hmm. and if we're gonna argue we're gonna argue in front of you if we're like I'm not gonna I used to do that I used to hide away from anything I actually wanted to say to somebody because I didn't like what they said now I just say you know what screw it you're along for the ride of our entire lives <laughs> <laughs> arguments and all or whatever, right? And that's just who we are. And so many people love that about us. Some people are like, that's that's probably inappropriate. And so they don't like us. And that's totally cool too, right? Everybody has somebody for them. And uh, you got to find your right tribe, if you will. I, I'm not a huge fan of that word, but...
1: I like the word tribe. Do you? Yep, I do. Because it goes back to the way... I mean, if you look at... Yeah. If you look at the way that um it's the whole point of the kids word. used to like a village it takes a village like yeah, the kids used to be raised and stuff the tribe would all do it together and I think that most of the problems we deal with as a society these days are because we got away from tribal thinking. Yeah. We we have 10 we've we've kind of pulled away from tribe mentality yeah. and I really feel like if we if we went more back into the tribal thinking and the the tribal mindset that we would actually um you know, I think there would be – I think socially we would be better off because we, we we had so much we could have learned from the way the Indians were. Yeah. You know, and, and, and everything, but we didn't. We, and you just, know, just got rid of them. <laughs> and we're going in a different direction. <laughs> yeah, we won't, we won't go completely into that, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I like tribe.
0: Now, I want to bring up one other point here because um, – Carissa and then Marco brought up similar points which was about actually planning so I've spent this entire time saying I'm a planner right and that the best things that I've ever done has been have have been when I don't plan and, and I just like say all right I'm not ready for this but let's jump in anyway Now, Carissa said, you know, her, I think it was Carissa, uh, said her, her, her live show yesterday didn't go very well because she didn't plan. Um, and then Marco mentioned something about, you know, like if you look at professional TV shows, they have, um, a lot of planning that goes involved in, into those shows and they go off mostly without a hitch. Um, of course every news station has a blooper or two, you know, it's like things do go wrong. Um, but I, I want to touch on that because what I'm I'm not saying that you shouldn't plan at all. me. <laughs> like, look at me, right? Like I plan still. I actually do spend time thinking through what I want to talk about. I have a list of bullet points. I have notes. I have a direction that I take this show in. Every live show I do, everything I do, I do think ahead of time and actually plan out, but I've also learned that balance of going with the flow when it doesn't go according to plan, right? And, and, and when it comes to actual live shows let's be honest, most 99% of the people out there are going to benefit from actually having a plan because you're worried about so many things. Your mind is full of what we call live adrenaline monster and he's attacking you and he's telling you all the things that will go wrong and the things that are wrong with you and you're going to lose your train of thought and then by the way you do because he's telling you you're going to right and so a plan in place for your live shows is actually super beneficial i'm not saying that uh that it isn't um because you know there's a one percent of people who don't like to plan and that's this guy right here well and i think and i think the thing <laughs> is you too you figured well, out. but i
1: think the thing is too is like uh, planning or not planning because some people plan but I think the problem is that you get so it's, – it's, it's being focused on the outcome. Like, like if you don't get a specific outcome, you look at it as failing. So don't, get, don't tie yourself to a specific outcome when you plan. Yeah. Because you know, then you're just setting yourself up that if anything goes wrong, you see it as a failure. So plan – but understand that those plans have to be fluid you have to be able to you know change those plans on the fly i mean there's a lot of times where we plan to do something and then all of a sudden something with the tech goes wrong and we have to we have to like move like water and completely figure out a different direction in, in the like i remember when we were doing the AT&T event and this is an event this is an event that paid a lot of money yeah. for a 4 hour stream and literally 5 minutes before we were ready to go live there were issues and we were just, like, because moving around, like, I mean, it, it just, like, pushing buttons, doing all this stuff. And it was, like, just at the last second, we're, like, boom, 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 live, live, and it went live and went without, without a hitch. But if we would have been, you know, like, it, it, not going according to plan and been set to a specific outcome, yeah. it could have been a lot worse because people could be freaking out, losing their composure. Um, and-, and the thing is, at the end of the day, you just have to – you really just have to – understand that it's not going to go exactly how you want it to go. For sure. Ever. I mean, not ever. Well, sometimes it does. Yeah. yeah. As long as you don't have a specific outcome, it'll always go the way you (laughs) It will always go the way you want it to go if you don't set your mind on that it has to go a specific way.
0: But I also think it's important to say that there's a difference between planning and going live and then going with the flow as it comes and then the difference between, hey, you can plan, but don't don't stop yourself from actually taking action, right? There's a slight different conversation going on there. Um, because what we really were talking about at the beginning of this is, is you've gotta just take the action. You've gotta jump before you feel ready to jump. It doesn't negate the need for planning, or at least a little thinking ahead of time but then the secondary conversation that we're having and I just want to make sure that this is all clear and kind of in a bubble here is that when you do go live you can have planned but then go with the flow right like I see two different conversations happening right now <laughs>
1: um it also depends on what kind of show you're doing too i mean there are there are people who do more professional you know news yeah, type totally. shows Um, and so that's a little bit different. You really have to, you know, when you're, when you're setting up and you're having guests and multiple cameras and stuff like that, a lot of planning goes into understanding when the switches will happen, how the audio is going to work, the the graphics, the overlays, all that stuff. So when you're doing bigger events, yeah, there's a lot of planning, but when it's just, you know, the kind of streams that we do, um, when we're just doing regular streams like this or whatever, uh, you know, some planning goes into the content, but not much planning goes into the stream itself, really. Because we've got this down to a science as far as like starting and stopping and all this right. stuff, pretty much, for the Take most part. Take a quick
0: break um, and uh, answer a couple questions here. Uh, Krugie is asking on Twitch, uh, this podcast seems pretty interesting. Where is it available? If you... Uh Dave Peterson is going to put the link in the description on Twitch right now, or Paul or somebody is going to do that right now. But it is at, um, it's, if you go to anchor.fm and search create live, C-R-E-8 live, uh, you will find um, all the platforms that it's available on because they have them listed right there. And then Janaina, Janaina, Janaina? Am I saying your name right? Yes. Um, Janaina, is your membership... Uh, would it work for a person that teaches software? We actually Absolutely. have a couple people in there that do. Yeah, exactly. So createlive.com, C-R-E-8live.com, and then click the Join Now button. You'll actually see all the details about what you get. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of people who who do that. Uh, we have a variety of different types of content creators and business owners who are using live, and, and we will support you in how you want to build out your live streams um, and help you understand the nuances of, you know, where, what, you know, like each industry maybe is slightly different in the kind of content that you create or whatever, but really at its core, there's certain kinds of content that each of us can create. And then you need to choose in that, in that, uh those choices, you need to, to just make your decision and then go from there. Um So if you haven't made those decisions yet, we'll help you out and we would love, love, love to see you there. Um Might as well jump Van Halen. Is that might as, as
1: well jump, Rupert? jump!
0: <laughs> you and, and your songs. And there was also
1: Floyd. The show must go on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, Kruge says I've really gotten uh, into listening to podcasts while traveling to work. Nice, awesome. Well, we hope to to, to have you involved um, in ours. And by That's the good way, good to see you again.
1: It's been a while. Yeah.
0: If you um, if you do listen through Anchor, you can actually send us an audio message, which is pretty darn cool. <laughs> uh, Stuart says I balance uh, prep and action. Over par- prep is paralyzing. Yes. It certainly is. We see that all the time. And Tamara said tribe is an awesome word when used authentically. And I think that's my problem with the word is that so many people throw around. Ever since um, uh, the the phrase came out, uh, then it's been like everybody uses it and throws it around. I, so I feel like it's not quite authentically used. Tribe. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add to the podcast itself, oh, David? Oh,
1: man. Um, I don't think so. I just, okay. I just, I just really, I, I, I don't get irritated, but I get, here, here's what I get irritated because I, I, there are people in our community that's, it's, that take a lot of action, mm-hmm. but what frustrates me is when people have been asking us the same questions for three years yeah. and still aren't going live and then they'll ask the same question I, and I guess that's frustrating because it's like I just want them to take action, and if they're, there's they're only not gonna so take, much we can do, right? And if they're right? not going to take action after three years, it's like I don't want to answer them anymore. Yeah. The same the, the same thing, um, and so I just, you know, if you if you join this community, then do it. Do what yeah. it is you're wanting to do. If you're wanting to go live then freaking get out there and start going live. Don't sit there and try to make everything perfect before you do because that's where you get in this rut of thinking that it has to be, I have to have the best camera, I have to have the best microphone, I have to have the best background. No, you do not. There are people that do it from their phone and do just fine. Just get out there, start getting used to it, and do it.
0: It goes for everything in life the more you think or the more you over plan or the more you ask questions and try and make everything perfect, the less action you will take, right? So the, the question that you have to ask yourself right here now is, and the question we have to propose to you as a live streamer or wanna be live streamer is what do you want to accomplish in life and with your business and with your content? And if that answer, if, if that end goal is, is, uh, going to use live video to get there, then you must take action. And 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 we talked about this before. If you are not taking action, this was on a couple episodes ago, I think if you're not taking action, it's all on you everything that you do or do not do in life is up to you and only you. And that was a really hard lesson for me to learn. But, you know, I think all of us struggle with that at some point in our lives. But if you are not taking action, you cannot blame anybody else. You cannot blame life. You cannot blame, uh, you know, your surrounding circumstances. I don't care what is happening in your world and a little tough love, but like if if you want it, then make it freaking happen, right? And so you must take that action. Otherwise, it may never happen and you just might as well give up.
1: <laughs> and Krugi, we are on Apple iTunes. So if you search iTunes for Create Live, you'll find us on there as well. Just FYI.
0: Yes oh (sighs) man we we, we didn't end the podcast we have to end the podcast let's end the podcast how do we end the podcast
1: we'll end it thank you so much for listening to this podcast today we appreciate
0: Uh, you being here but also sharing it with your friends and
1: also understand we record these live on the socials. so if you want to come join us and ask questions live and potentially get your question answered on air and be a part of
0: the show. That's why, because we love live. We love podcasts. We live live. And we live live. And we wanted to actually do these lives so that we can involve you as well. So that's mm-hmm. why we uh, kind of integrate the conversation that's happening while we're live. Because I think it makes it a better conversation, personally.
1: It does. So we would love you to join us. So go find Create Live or Live Streaming Pros out on the socials. And uh, we'll see you there.
0: Yes. Have a wonderful day. And remember.
1: Get out there and go live. Jump. Damn it.
0: Before you're ready, whether that's going live or whether that jump. is actually doing something else in your life or your business that you don't feel quite ready for. Have a wonderful day.
1: Yes. Have a wonderful day. And you on camera. Don't go anywhere. We're not <laughs> saying goodbye to you. You
0: didn't give David Philip enough time to edit. I
1: gave him plenty of time to edit. <laughs>